This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naimen Tokuingua. My name is Michaela Naiman and I'm your host. Welcome. This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Centre. Stay tuned to find out more. And I'm here today with Heidi Griffin, the chair of the Taranaki Arts Trail, to talk about this year's Arts Trail, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary. Welcome, Heidi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It's lovely to have you. And um, this is such an exciting year for the Taranaki Arts Trail, isn't it? It is, yes, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a real milestone to reach um, 10th trail. Yes. So, yes, it is. Fantastic. And um, our annual Taranaki Arts Trail has really become a permanent feature on the calendar. Can you give us a bit of an idea how it started and how it has evolved? Um, it started... Um, well, 10 years ago, <laughs> um, there was just a need for a celebration of the Taranaki artists. Um, so a small group of artists sort of got together and um, put the idea of the trail together. And it's now been an annual event since then. And it's just grown and grown Um for uh, last year we had 79 artists take part the year before I think it was 92 artists so you know there's plenty to um, to see plenty of variety which is great fabulous and uh, I recall it was in the winter in the past a few years but it's now firmly at the same time as the Taranaki Garden Festival and uh, is it going to keep keep being a tag team there in in October November. Um well we u- yeah we used to be in June first weekend in June but when lockdown um happened in 2020 it sort of threw everything out. Um we were because of the lockdown time it would have been over the trail and we were very worried that we we had done all the preparation and um that we we're going to have to postpone it to a time. I don't. We didn't know when. Um, that's when um, we did. We spoke with um, Taft and the Centura um, Taranaki Garden Festival, and they um, suggested we sort of partnered up for that year, um, just so that we could offer our artists to still have a trail in 2020. We didn't want to miss one. Um, but um, and it was just so successful. Um, everybody had a great time. Um, th- we then offered it to the artists. Do you want to us to go back to June or do you want us to stay at the spring time? Um, so and they 98% decided to stay with the garden festival time in spring. So the decision wasn't 
the committees as such it was the artists that mm. we stay with spring so as far as we are concerned at the moment that we will be continuing with the partnership it works very well for both of us for the gardens and for the artists yes and i think that uh, the um, timing is uh, so great because uh, i mean spring is a good time to get around anyway and people want to travel and visit maybe for other reasons but i met so many couples where one part of the group or the couple was interested in the gardens and the other in the arts and they kind of made it a special outing to taranaki and to visit whatever they liked and then you know join up with friends and it just seemed like a really good concept yes yes it has we've had lots of people say that oh that they've come for the gardens and they're staying for the studios or vice versa and so yes so it's really good it's a really good marriage of um, creativity because mm. gardens are very creative and Obviously, artists have ideas coming out of everywhere yes. to create everything. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, um, it is, it's a really good, um, good partnership. Showcasing some of the best we have. Yes, yes, yeah. and more. Mm, yes. And more. Yes. And so the dates for the Arts Trail this year are the weekends of the 27th, uh, 28th and 29th October and the 3rd, 4th and 5th of November. And these six days, um, the artists are going to be in their studios. Yes, there are official dates, um, the two weekends. But um, the artists then have the option of opening for the middle week. So they could be open for the 10 days if they wanted. So we had 62 of the 79 artists last year opening for the whole 10 days. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes, it just gives the visitors more opportunity to get round and see as many as they possibly can because um, we do realize that to see a lot of artists over two weekends is um, makes it very very busy <laughs> but that's a huge um, dedication from the artists too to artists, dedicate yes. 10 yes, days or two is. weeks to yes showing yes. their art Well, let's take a short break here and listen to some music. And you are into dance music, but also swing and groovy kind of music. Yes, yes. How come uh, this is a big band music? How come you are into that kind of music? I just like music that sort of makes you jiggle, you know, toe tapping, sort of just get you moving and and it's happy music. Cool. Yeah. Well, here is... uh, Sing, sing, sing with SWR Big Band.
Welcome back to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. We are grateful for the sponsorship of, uh, from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center for the show. And I'm here today with the wonderful Heidi Griffin, the chair of the Taranaki Arts Trail this year, to talk about this year's Arts Trail, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary. And we have just been talking about the dates for the Arts Trail, which is the last weekend of October and the 1st of November. So is there anything specific? What will it mean for artists and visitors? Is there anything different in the pipeline? Um, Yes, we hope to have um, quite a fresh feel to it, quite a big impact um, for the trail. Not that it doesn't make an impact, but um, we just feel it's a good time to try new things. So we're looking at workshops and demonstrations and tours and um, we've got the four exhibitions going, um, just a stronger presence in the region. We've also got a thing that lots of people can take part in is acknowledge an artist within the brochure. So it's a way of supporting the trail and highlighting your favourite artist um, within the brochure. So for $100 you just pick your favourite artist and in their section of the brochure you will um, they'll have an acknowledgement from the person who has uh, oh cool yes has taken part so yeah so it's a, it's a good way of just showing support mm. all round support really and the four exhibitions you're talking about yes so we've got um, four exhibitions um, there's um, North Middle and South Taranaki so we've got the preview exhibition at the Percy Thompson which is the end of September beginning of October time um, and then at the same time as the trail there's one at Gover Street Gallery in New Plymouth and then one at the Lysit Watt Gallery in Howrah. The fourth one is um, a regular exhibition that takes part at the Plymouth Hotel Um, They're one of our major sponsors, and so they choose which artwork they want to show in their foyer and in their bar and in their space they have from the participating artists for that year. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I'm um, really chuffed. It sounds amazing. There's a lot of organisation behind this, but to get the uh, artwork also across Taranaki and um, so people can see it and, you know, kind of get a taster. Oh, it's mm. huge. Yeah, it's huge. The The trail is October, November. We have the AGM in December and we near enough start straight away organising the following year from, um, from January. If not before that, we're already thinking about what we can do for the, for the following year to make it fresh and, and um, just keep visitors coming back. Um, one big thing actually we are doing this year in May is we're taking Taranaki Arts Trail um, to Auckland. So we've um, the Auckland Art Show is in um, May and we've booked a stand there and we're taking a selection of work from this year's participating artists up to Auckland to promote the artists, to promote the trail and to promote the region. So hopefully that will um, generate more visitors or more interest. Mm, Fabulous. That sounds amazing. So um, registrations for artists are now open and you can check it out on the website www.taranakiartstrail.co.nz 
slash register. What is the uh, deadline for um, this year? Um, 31st of March is the um, final date for artists to register. It seems early because um, the trail isn't until October, but then we need to um, collate all the information to put the brochure together, which is a must-have guide for finding your way around and, and finding all the artists. And that goes to print in June so that we have a good few months lead up to the October trail so we can... 40,000 brochures are printed and they're distributed nationwide. So, um, yeah, that all takes time to get um, get everything together. So 31st of March is the final date for artist registration. Um, there's also a bit of a misconception that artists can only take part if they've got a studio. Um, that isn't That may have been the requirement once upon a time, but it isn't anymore because people work from their kitchen table or they've got a studio that's inaccessible to visitors so um, we we are open to people sharing spaces or hiring a, a space to be in and being with others which always works well to sort of bounce ideas off each other and and visitors can come and see three or four people in one place um, also we do have a number of businesses and places around town that um, are open to hold to having a artist in their location so so yes if you haven't got a studio then uh, you know get in touch and ask the question um, we we want it to be as enjoyable and seamless as possible for all the artists so we we really try and help them Mm, we really appreciate that and as one who is a kitchen table and garden artist yeah. uh, it's uh, fabulous that you are considering or opening up to people who might also look after their elderly or you know children yes. in their homes exactly. and it's not yes. that easy to just uh, turf everyone out the only one thing you require then is that um, every artist uh, that is in the catalogue also pays a fee right yes, yes so just by joining up you can't no 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 if you're in a if you're in if there's two or three artists in one location each artist has to be registered separately and it's just their location is listed as the same in the brochure and that uh, that brochure is a wonderful inspirational guide in itself i must say <laughs> it is yes it is and it is a year round guide um so though it may not be out viewable um if you get a guide through the trail then keep it because if you want to double back and go and see an artist outside the trail then their details are in the mm. in the brochure and then there's so often that uh, people have looked at a certain area and asked what, uh, who else should they, you know, visit. Yes. And then they kind of look at the map and see who is there in the vicinity and discover all these artists or maybe gardens that they have never known about. Exactly. And, um, yes. Or haven't really explored further. So it's yes. a real opportunity to see those you like and know and new acquaintances. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yes. There's always something to see and yep. something interesting <gasps> to see and do and travel around and see the different areas of the region as well. as. Um, Absolutely. All right, we are going to take a short break and we are co- going to continue with Heidi's uh, groove here. So it's um, Summer Funk by Jackson Frost. 
the Sugar Loafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. We are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lies Center for this show. And I'm lucky to be here today with Heidi Griffin, the chair of the Taranaki Arts Trail. And we are talking about this year's Arts Trail, uh, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary and they are encouraging lots of artists to come together to make this uh, arts trail special. And the deadline for the registrations is 31st of March, but that doesn't mean you have to have your work finished by then. No, no, not at all. No, we just need to know who's going to be taking part, really. You've got until the end of October to produce lots and lots of wonderful work to um, (laughs) show the visitors. So, no, you don't have to have all your work done. The, um, we have an image in the um, brochure of the artist's work and they're also, um, they have a, a title of um, painter or potter or ceramicist or photographer or glass worker or you know, whatever medium you work in this is listed in the brochure. And do you have to have a professional photographer taking your photos mm-hmm. for the brochure or for the website? No, no, you don't need to. You can, obviously, um, but no, you don't need to. As long as they're of decent quality, um, you can take them yourself. Have you found um, any kind of specific kind of photo that uh, works? Because these are small thumbnails in the brochure. Um, Well, the brochure layout now is quite different. So um, originally we had a a very narrow brochure which um, did limit what we could put in them but this our brochure now is A5 and we do have um, all sorts of shapes and sizes for um, the, for the image but we are one of the things we are working on this year is to have larger images oh, in the brochure that is one of the things we um, wanted to um, improve on um, and sort of have a fresh look and so maybe if you work in really tiny uh, microscopic detail, maybe you are better served by enlarging a portion of an image than having that as a small one. Or how do you think it works? <clears throat> yes, that, that is then completely up to the artist, how they want to showcase their work in the brochure. But we do suggest of the photo being of the whole image, not... Um, Good. Not a little photo with a lot of background so that we can um, really focus in on what you do. But it is completely up to the artist how they want to um, showcase themselves in the brochure. Mm. And the text is uh, similar to previous years, so you can go online and have a look at the blurbs that artists have put up. And uh, everything is online, isn't it? The, the same information that is in the catalogue is also online? Um, there's a bit more information online than in the um, in, in the brochure because the, with the brochure there's limited space so we have to sort of be quite precise about what we're what we're writing or what the artists are writing because um, it then includes their address, their phone number, their website, the um, days they're open, if they've got wheelchair or toilet facilities and you know also all sorts of things have to be included in the brochure on the website all that information is still there but we've got a bit more space so you can say a bit more about your work but uh, but yes it's interesting to just have something written 
um, about the processing or how you started or where you are or what inspires you. Um, and again, it's completely up to the artist um, what they write mm. for the brochure. Fabulous. And um, do you have any tips then for newcomers? Because newcomers are always uh, welcomed, aren't they? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, we often um, offer workshops closer to the trail time for newcomers so they can have uh, advice from past and seasoned arts trail artists about how to open a successful arts trail studio. They're given a whole pack of information from us just before the trail, including the bright orange flag that um, you know all the visitors follow the flag around the region to find the locations. Um, and we're and Nikki and I, Nikki's our coordinator. Well, the whole committee, we're all here to help. And so if you have a question, just ask. Doesn't matter how silly you think it is, just ask us, and hopefully we will be able to answer it and just make the experience as enjoyable as possible. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. So when do these workshops usually take place? They're usually just before the trail starts. So maybe um, the trail's at the end of October, and I think we had them in September last year. So um, I imagine it will be about the same time. So don't fret. No, 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 don't fret. No. <laughs> There's plenty of information. Um, you just have to ask for it, yes. And uh, here on Access Radio Taranaki, we interviewed some of the um, wonderful artists last year and the gardeners in um, Hit the Trail, which is available on their website if you want to listen to some of uh, last year's participants. And several of the artists that came into the studio um, had um, been doing their art and craft for a long time, but this was the first time venturing into the arts trail. And uh, I thought that was quite lovely. You know that uh, there's that uh, hesitance uh, to oh, yes. yeah take the big step, and you think that oh I don't have a studio or I don't have enough work. Yes. And, um, so what would you recommend on the work side? Like, how much do you need to do to be able to show something and sell something? Yes. Yes. Well, the um, obviously the the artists want to um, sell their work, but really the arts trail is to showcase. The artists. We, when I did it uh, quite a few years ago now, I um, had great plans of doing <laughs> lots and lots of work. And then, unfortunately, my dad had a stroke in England and I had to go back for a number of months. Oh. And then by the time I came back, it was like the weekend before the trail and oh, I had no. <laughs> very, very little to show. And I thought, oh no, what am I going to do? So all I did was produce photos of previous work that has sold and gone and just covered the the room in old photos and that I found was enough for the visitors to me to discuss my work they didn't necessarily have to have to see the actual painting interesting um, because I had an image of it and, and um, I had a great time. I sold nothing because I had nothing to sell, but I had a great time chatting to each other, uh, chatting to all the, all the visitors and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Yeah. So what they are after is a bit of an idea of who you are as an artist and yes. uh, your own journey as an artist. Yes. And uh, then you may or may not have tons of works to sell uh, on the day. Yes. 
Lots of artists do have lots of work to sell, and last year a, a number of them sold out, which was brilliant for them, absolutely brilliant. And it just shows the engagement of the visitors to the artwork and the artist and the appreciation of it all. But in saying that, you don't have to have masses of work. If you just want to showcase yourself and what you do, you don't have to. So how, how do you handle that then? If um, you're committed to being open at least six days and if you have a limited amount of work and you happen to sell out the first weekend, what do you do? Yes, well, that was it was a bit awkward last year because that did happen. Um, we're hoping that this year that the work stays on the wall and those the visitors then come back at the end of the trail. So the the um, the studio is then or the location for the artist is still open. There is still something to see, but the later visitors they're too late. They can't buy it. It's all gone. Or the artist then works like crazy in the middle week getting things ready for the final week but um but mm. yes ideally they will stay open so some work that's not for sale or you're taking a leaf out of your book to actually have some reproductions of work yes, yes. previous work might be a thing just to have in the back pocket for those who yes you know, just in case. like to prepare <laughs> yes just in case because also a lot of our visitors are from out of the region exactly that's so they don't thinking. necessarily they can't necessarily come back and and pick it up but if they can if they're local then ideally it will be left there but again that is how the the artists manage their studios we with 79 80 locations we can't be everywhere no. sort of uh, as soon as the trail starts the artist has mm. to manage their location and and how they approach the visitors and their work yeah. just good to get some handy tips here yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay we will take a short break and listen to shine for all the kids in the world with modern maori quartet Shine, shine, 
little angel You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me And you know You can go out into the world And you can do whatever you want, my girl I'll always be here for you I'm very proud of you And I'll always love you the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. We are grateful for the sponsorship from Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Centre. And I'm here today with the wonderful Heidi Griffin, who is the chair of the Taranaki Arts Trail, but also has the Gover Street Gallery and does quite a lot of other things <laughs> in the art space. We are talking about this year's uh, Taranaki Arts Trail, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary. And uh, all of you artists sitting there wondering whether you should make the leap this year. The registrations are open online and um, you have to have them in before the 31st of March. So check out www.taranakiartstrail.co.nz slash register. And you can, of course, check out previous year's artists there, too, and see, yeah, what kind of art might inspire you to do take the leap this year. So how does um, your work then in the arts trail and in other spaces work around managing the gallery on Gover Street and other things? You seem to have so many, you know fingers in so many places, all of them creative. (laughs) (laughs) I do like to be busy, (laughs) and some days it's crazy busy, but but yes, it's, I just, if I've got five minutes, I always think, well, what else can I do? How else can I help? What else is needed? So, um, so yeah, it works well. We have the Arts Trail Artists exhibition at, Gover Street Gallery in um, October time over the trail one week either side and over the whole trail time. I've also have a number of um, artists located at the gallery during the trail and so it's just busy. (laughs) (laughs) But you do other things as well. uh, You hosted uh, us for um, my uh, National Poetry Day workshop last year which was really lovely space to be in. And, uh, yeah, you do all these uh, things for the community as well as, you know, for the kind of wider art space. So it's not just the visual artists as well and not just during this time of year. No, no, mm. no. This, the um, yeah, Gover Street Gallery is there for anybody to use, really. So classes, workshops, poetry nights. We've even had a um, political rally there oh, one wow. evening we've had music there we've uh, yes yeah, some I've had inquiries about cocktail parties 
being held there and so yes the space is there to be used really. so get in touch with Heidi if yes you yes. need space yes exactly mm, yeah. an inspiration a space at that yeah <laughs> And uh, this year you are one of the creatives in schools as well. That's right, yes. So that's just started. I'm based at Devon Intermediate and working with um, Antoinette Willis, who's the art teacher there. And we're working on um, a big mural. They're doing a big environmental project through the school. And so she wants to link in the mural with the other projects that they're doing in other classes. So the the year sevens that I'm working with at the moment, two classes on a Tuesday. And um, yeah, it's really interesting what they come up with. So they've it's lovely down at um, Devon Intermediate. They've got an outside um, oh. classroom, which is lovely up in the trees. And they've got a river running down at the bottom of the field. And so there's lots of inspiration. So it will be lots of fun. And it's a big school. They always tend to open their doors if uh, anyone else is, uh, you know, zoned and whatnot. Exactly, yes. Devon opens its doors. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, as I was leaving, as I was arriving, sorry, as I was arriving on Tuesday, Okura School were leaving and they had just been in there doing printing and print work and stuff in the art room. So, yes, it's really good. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any anecdotes at all from previous year? Any kind of um, particular moments that shine in the arts trail history that you have been part of or have heard? Um, There's always compliments. Lots of visitors are blown away by how open the artists are about their processes and how they do things and detailing. So it's just very, it's the whole thing is just very, very positive. It's been yeah, 10 years of creative positivity, so which is brilliant. You know, that's all we can ask for, that um, people engage with the trail, with the artists and come away with a smile on their faces. And let's face it, we can all use a bit of um, support for local creatives at yes. uh, this uh, time in, uh, you know, our history and everything. So, yeah. Fabulous. Yes. Go out and have a look yes. what's on offer this year exactly. in October, November. Yeah, and it's free admission to all the artists' locations. Important. So, yes, so there's no restrictions. Everybody's welcome. Um, yeah, just go along and have a look and see what there is out there. You'll be absolutely amazed at the quality of work that Taranaki artists produce. It's just amazing. And uh, is there anything else you care to share with listeners? about the arts trail anything uh, to keep in mind um don't miss it <laughs> <laughs> that's the obvious one yeah. eh? <laughs> don't miss it <laughs> you snooze you lose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go along and if you are new well get in touch check out the website first of all and uh, there will be workshops to prepare this uh, packs of information yes, coming yes exactly yeah. and I'm based at um, Gover Street Gallery all through the trail 10 till 6 every day and so any questions you know where to find me with I'm the hub or the gallery is the hub for the arts trail so if you need another brochure or you need directions or you just need to ask questions about who to see or where to go and yeah just come and ask me I'll be there and uh, in the lead up to the trail or in the lead up to registration now then when people are, you know, 
debating whether to commit or not. Can they come to Gover Street Gallery and ask you to? Yes, of course. Yes, I'm always there. So come and ask me any questions about anything. And I'll, <laughs> I'll try and help you. But yes, definitely about the trail. If you have any questions, any worries, even if it's just to be reassured that you can take part and, and you should take part, um, yeah, come and ask me. You're closed one day a week, though. Yes, Tuesdays. That's my yeah. day that the gallery's closed, and that's the day I'm creative in schools. So. It always trips me up. I go up yes. there on a Tuesday to avoid your closure on Mondays. Yes. Just <laughs> well, we found that Mondays, um, because of the bank holidays, lots of people are out and about on a Monday. And also, Le Louvre closes on a Tuesday in Paris, so oh, why course. can't Gover Street Gallery close on a Tuesday in New Plymouth? No, that's, that's a really, really good reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, we will uh, take a short break here and listen to Matt Everest.
welcome back to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and I'm your host. And we are grateful for the sponsorship from Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Nye Centre. And I'm here with Heidi Griffin, the chair of the Taranaki Arts Trail, to talk about all things to do with the Arts Trail, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year. And uh, all artists of all shapes and stripes, please check out the website and uh, consider whether you should register this year. It's not on until uh, the last weekend in October and the first weekend in November, but registrations close on 31st March. So www.taranakiartstrail.co.nz slash register. So Heidi, you also have, um, uh, you are organising some sort of auction as well, aren't you? That's right, yes. Yes, um, from the 10th of March till the 31st, we're organising um, an, an art auction, silent auction, for the Red Cross um, Cyclone Disaster Fund. It just is unbelievable what the people over on the East Coast and in Auckland and where anywhere that the cyclone touched, what they're going through. And it's not going to be a quick fix. It's going to go on for ages and ages. So um, we often have... A, silent auction every year to raise money for a charity or a fund so this year we chose the cyclone disaster fund with the red cross artists as usual are being super generous um, giving work in for the auction and it's just a matter of us all working together to if you give ten dollars or twenty dollars to a fund it's great, but you sort of think, well, it's not going to make a big difference. But if we all work together, we can then give a big chunk of money, hopefully, to the fund, which will um, really help out. Um, last year, we did one for the Ukraine um, auction, and, and uh, that was over $10,000 was raised from that. I'm not expecting to um, raise the same amount, because that was mind-blowing, but... If we get anywhere close to being able to help those poor people over there, it's just it's just unimaginable. Mm. They've lost everything. Mm. A lot of people have lost everything, and they don't know where to turn, mm. and help is always needed. So. And the Red Cross is a reputable exactly. organization that yes. knows how to act in yes. Yes. these situations. Yes. Um, so if people want to then... Uh, donate uh, artwork or how do they go about it? They just bring it in to me at Gover Street Gallery um, and then we will discuss um, I'll give them a receipt for it and we'll discuss the auction and the name of their work the medium, if there's a reserve on it and then um, it'll be put up on the walls ready for the 10th of March and then all the visitors to the gallery will um, be able to bid on and last year for the auction um, on the final day it ends at six o'clock so I stayed open late I had all these people in and I thought oh I'll give them a glass of wine they'll just be wandering around they weren't interested in anything they were just standing in front of their artwork that they wanted just any extra bids that were coming in over the phone or online um, I'd rush up and 
and write them down and then the person would fill in another bit immediately just to make sure that they ended up with the artwork that they wanted so hopefully there's that much interest in this mm. auction as well so yeah. and the deadline is which date then if it's on the 10th of march or oh, the 6th the 6th yes. of so, march yes so if um, all the artwork for the auction can be in by the 6th of march that'll give me a few days to um hang it and prepare it and get all the bid sheets ready so that uh, people can start bidding straight away and do you need uh, framed work if it's uh, paper-based work or can it be yeah no not necessarily hmm. i've got some um trouser press hangers which work really well for paperwork because they don't leave any indentation so um no it doesn't have to be um it doesn't have to be framed um, it just has to be included. Art. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, it has been lovely talking to you. So good luck with everything you have on. And if you need volunteers, do you need volunteers for the Arts Trail? Um, we don't usually have too many volunteers for the Arts Trail. But, um, but yes, if you want to help out, then let us know and we will always find you a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a promise. Yes. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much no, and wish you. you a lovely week. Thank you, thanks for having me, it's been great. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Artscast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Center. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.